the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at Jennifer-Jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Well, I'm Jennifer Jackson, and I'm so glad you stayed with the show because today we have a special treat. We are continuing the conversation with the other Jennifer, Jennifer Myers. We work together every single week at the church next door on the west side of Columbus, and she is an incredible mother. She's a friend. She's a full-time worker, and the the unique, amazing way God has worked in your life is through adoption. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the previous show, we talked about David yep. from Haiti. That's your firstborn right. <laughs> <laughs> through adoption. Yep. But you have two other sons, yep. and I want you to share with them all about, you know, just encourage the, the, the women out there who are thinking about adoption or realizing they may need to go the route of adoption. And just I want you to encourage them and then share. share. We want to hear about the other boys. Okay. Well, Let's see where to start. Uh, like I said, we we have three boys, mm-hmm. and they're they're just a joy. I mean, it was uh, interesting to me to to see you know how they came into our lives and how they've become a part of our family. You know, they I was worried at the beginning about being mother, being being a family uh, with adopted boys, and how that would go. And you know, you hear a lot of horror stories about sure. how those go. And I just, and I also had a little bit of an idea. Well, I'll just talk to them. Everything will go great. We'll just talk and <laughs> fantasy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, because they definitely have issues, you know. But it's been really interesting. Like our middle boy, Oliver, you know, he used to bite and run away when you would try to discipline him a little bit. And he just kind of really um, touch and go for a while. And the interesting thing was the second we like kind of leaned into him with real discipline, all of a sudden he just started to settle down. And he just became the sweetest little loving boy. And so it just proved to me that they just want to be loved. They just want you. They do want the discipline. They do want you to take care of them and to show them that you're not going to fail on them. And that's where the boundaries are, where the boundaries are. Yeah, because they're doing wonderful. And, you know, Aaron and I were recently looking back and saying, you know, the truth of the matter is when when you look at some of the things that did have happened, you could look at it as as kind of a bad case scenario, but we've just kind of met them at, at every spot where they've kind of wiggled and said, no, no, that's not the way. Come on back. We love you. You got to listen to what we're saying because we're working for you. Mm-hmm. You know, we didn't adopt you for our sake. We adopt you for your sake. We just want you to have the best life mm-hmm. possible. You know, we can't replace your parents. We can't replace or fix what's happened, but we can help you heal that. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's really what adoption is about, right? It's about mm-hmm. giving a second chance to a child that, Aww. you know, and that's kind of why we wanted older children, because you can talk to them and you can say, hey, I know you have a boo-boo, you have a wound, but let's, we want to help you with that. Guess what? I had a boo-boo too, and this is how I fixed mm. it, you know, and they are receptive to that. You know, they, they, under, absolutely they understand that you love them when you show them that mm. and when you really emote with them and show them that you 
are trying to help them and the reason you're disciplining them is because you want them to have the best life and because and you we 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 talk a lot in our house and we yeah. we show them a lot this is what this looks like if you do this it's going to look like this if you do this it's going to look like that so mm-hmm. you know we we're trying to help you so you can have this experience why don't you work with us in that well and something i've picked up on it sounds to me like you have a foundational attitude of the glass is half full going into it you mm-hmm. have to go into this adoption season with that positive attitude mm-hmm. yeah because the truth of the matter and this goes for anybody any person everybody has wounds mm-hmm. everybody can get free of that everybody yes. can move forward and have that healed if they're willing because of if God, they want because to. of jesus right right so nobody is a lost cause mm-hmm. i mean there's there's always hope and, you know, sometimes you w- do it with a friend, sometimes you walk with a friend, sometimes you walk with a parent, sometimes whatever the situation is, there is no lost cause. Isn't that, so, that is so encouraging. And I think that's encouraging to see that you can help a child. Mm-hmm. And even maybe if you haven't adopted, but you're just working with children, you can help children. Right. And that's part of our calling, isn't it? As God right. followers, right. to right. help the least of these, Jesus said to come as a child, you know, right. and right. he There's loves such a the children. Need. There is such a need. Mm-hmm. Franklin County is overflowing yeah. with need is what I've heard. Yeah. So you went to Poland. Yeah. Yeah. So God kind of surprised us when we were in the middle of the adoption for, for David. And I got an email from the agency. They were always sending emails with pictures. Well, why don't you adopt this kid? Why don't you adopt mm-hmm. that kid? And I got an email with a picture of two two beautiful, cute boys. And they the really se- are. And the second I opened that email, I heard God say, these are your sons. Mm. I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I kind of freaked I heard out. that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of freaked out. I threw the email away and I just kind of tried to ignore it, but I couldn't ignore it. God just kept saying, those are your sons. Those are your sons are your sons. And so finally, by the end of the week, I was like, fine, I'll just tell Aaron and we'll see. <laughs> and so I showed him the email and he is just like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so we talked about it and we decided to do the adoption because we already had the paperwork done and all that kind of stuff. So and not one more boy, but God gave two you two brothers. More boys. <laughs> brothers, brothers. Yeah. So we started that process. And honestly, it was going a lot better and faster than the adoption in Haiti. Um, but, you know, that one that one caused a lot of a bit, Ooh, good bit stressful. of grief, too. Yeah, because, you know. I think the big the big thing that happened was everything was kind of starting to coincide. You know, we were supposed to pick up David and be in Poland at exactly the same time. And I'll be honest with you, that is the one time in my life where I had doubted God, doubted his goodness, doubted. I, I really melted down. That was just too much. I, I melted down. I couldn't understand why he would make me go pick up a child from Haiti, bring him home and literally leave him with grandparents and get on a plane and go to Poland. Because there was no way for us to bring him at that point. He was it, it was only going to be like a couple day turnaround. I wasn't going to be able to get him a passport. There wasn't going to be mm. any way. And I I was honestly I was freaking out because well, like, be. we had to go to Poland for six to eight weeks to complete that adoption. And I just didn't know how that was going to work. To leave and a newly adopted a newly child. adopted child, and then he bonds with the wrong person, and then and so oh. I my my trust in God totally failed during that time and. I admit that and I'm ashamed of it, but it's, no, it's I think what it, we happened, can be you know? honest with God yeah. about how we feel. Yeah. But you know, what happened was we went and got David and we got home and just a couple of days later, our adoption agency lost their license 
which had never happened before. <laughs> it shut down the the so adoption God and surgery. Yeah, he did in a weird way. In, in a weird and it was hard because a lot of people were stuck in country in Poland with children that they couldn't bring home mm. because Poland shut down as well. What happened involved the country of Poland, so which is very unusual. You know, Poland doesn't adopt a lot of kids out of their country. So the fact that the agency shut down, the fact that Poland shut down, it was a God answer. I mean, God knew. And so at that point, that changed my faith. So how many months time did God give you? So he gave us a year. He gave us almost a year that you needed almost exactly a year to be with David, to get him settled, to be a mother to him, to to start Mm -hmm. taking care of some of his issues and to get a sense of what it meant to be a parent. And then we were able to take him with us to so Poland. So he got to go. He did. And meet, he went to Poland. Yep. And he was very excited to have brothers every day. When are my brothers coming? When are my brothers coming? Well, it's like just when we think I can't trust God. Right. There is no way out of this. And right. He, he, he worked it out like just so perfect. Right. And right when you can't see, when you can't see, he already had the answer. And mm. and that taught me that I do not have to worry about anything. Like, I literally do not have to worry. Mm. And we had a lot of experiences in Poland that we had to work on that trust because we had a couple other instances where you couldn't see anything, what was going on, and God stepped right in and took care of it. But by that point, we realized that we could trust him. And so it went a lot better than that that first time. <laughs> so you brought the boys home after eight weeks. Yep, after eight weeks, we came home. And they were home maybe a week or two. Now, they hadn't been in school all that time because they kind of had a Christmas break there. And then the orphanage just said, here you go. Here's your kids. And uh, so they weren't in school. Um, So we kind of got them into school pretty quick to try to help them with the English because they also didn't speak English. So we were doing a lot of translating. Luckily, with them being older, the oldest one was really good with using the translator. The The youngest one had mm. had they had moved around so many times in Poland that the youngest one hadn't really gotten a lot of schooling. Like, so he wasn't great with the even language. Imagine the courage that it took, Jen, like that you 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 get these kids. How old were they? Um, They were let's see, eight, 10 and 12 when 10 we brought them home and 12. And they can't speak English. Right. And yet, I mean, so they had so much history and baggage. Oh, yeah. And so you were dealing with emotional, physical, mm-hmm. and then the, just the practical, I can't even speak English to them. Yeah. That must have taken a supernatural courage. Yeah, it did. I mean, and you just, you make a decision that you're just going to do it because God's given you by this point, he's given you enough to show you that we are doing this. So you don't you don't doubt that you're in the right place. You know, you walk and you say, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. And then it's just day by day. It literally is one foot in front of the other, especially at that point when you bring them home and you're overwhelmed and suddenly you went from being like having no kids to having three kids all in your house and they're touching all your stuff and everything's <laughs> moving and you're like, oh my gosh, and how am I going to take care of them? You know, but God met met us and he did he took care of it and he settled our hearts and made us a family he really did and like you said one day at a time there is a yeah. lot in one day at a time yeah. that all of us could learn yeah. and, and god we are a family and they're the best boys they are so great they're such a blessing and we can trust god mm-hmm. we can totally. trust god in the hardest and the most challenging when he asks us to serve him and to do something for him he provides right He really showed up for you. Right. You all have been listening to Simply for Women. And I'm Jennifer Jackson, your host. I am so glad to have you with us today. And I hope that tomorrow you will join us again. And if you want to know more about the show, just go to jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer 
faith-jackson.org. We would like to hear your story, or if you just have a prayer request, we want to interact with you because this is Simply for Women for you. We hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be. Simply be with God.